When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is something, man. This is something. This is an experience, huh? I feel like I'm in the middle of playing Xbox Live where (laughs) the entire TV audio is just coming through the headset and nothing else. And I'm just getting barraged by gunfire and bombs and grenades. (laughs) And then randomly, Mom! Mom! Leave my room! Well, welcome back. To another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on, man? Dude, we got these sweet things on our ears. We joked last episode that we were going to do it. And we did. And we did. So now we're here. What do you think so far? I'm obsessed. I think these things are clutch. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting hearing us through the headphones now. Yes. Instead of through, like, just air. Through our ears. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest things that I struggle with with this podcast is trailing off at the end. So when I talk, I normally get quieter towards the end of my sentence. So that has given me, I've gotten some feedback on that because that might be the way that I talk, but it's not good for podcasting. So now I have at least these things in my ears to know that I'm doing it instead of just letting it go and just saying, oh, oh well, after. Right. So I have the opposite problem where I get louder at the end of my sentence and I oh, just really? start screaming. <laughs> Do you ever have a parent like that where the end of their sentence is 70 decibels louder than the beginning of their sentence? Yeah. I never understood that. Like, what is your malfunction? Why do you do such things? This is so weird because I'm looking at you talk, but I'm hearing it in my headphones and I feel like I'm listening to our podcast right now. Just well, saying. Yeah, I'm fine with it. All in. They're comfy though, right? Extremely soft. I am so excited. So we got four of them for our guests once we have guests on. And they're going to be wearing them too. So they can always see if they're going to be close enough to the mic, far enough away from the mic. Sometimes in recent interviews, we've had them kind of trail off to one side, which then you can always tell when people are directly in front of the microphone. So it's going to be good now for our listeners and not necessarily even on the podcast, like YouTube or anything, because now they can at least have a little bit more of a consistent listening experience rather than one episode being blow your ears out the intro and then the next one being a little bit more, I don't know, normal, I guess. I think people have to remember where we came from, which is zero podcast experience, zero funding to this, Yeah, where we have lights, cameras, headphones, microphones, uh, computers, uh, all the things. And it was, it took a year 
but we're here. So everybody calm down. All right. The board's updated. Yep. Mega fans. <laughs> and we got our year episode coming up. So yeah. get stoked. Yes. We got a lot of stuff to recap over the last 52 weeks. It's crazy how far we've come in 52 weeks. I, I can't wait to talk about it tomorrow. Or next tomorrow. Jesus. Next week. Correct. Next week. Oh. It's going to so, be yeah. fun. So we have something different today. Um, it's still bourbon, but it's not the traditional bourbon like people are used to. Mm-hmm. Being aged for five years and white oak barrels and, you know, all the fun stuff. So you want to tell the people what uh, what we're drinking and then I'll dive into the background on it? Yeah, so last week we were in my heaven in the Scotch world, Lagavulin, and it eventually became your heaven. And this week we're still in my heaven because we're dealing with coffee again. Correct. So this is Devil's River Coffee Bourbon. We'll talk about the initial taste and the ratings later on in the episode like we normally do. But what's different about this and what I really appreciate Devil's River doing with this is they didn't stay with like a screwball method. Because if screwball, if if Devil's River made their bourbon like screwball did where it's more of a coffee flavored, no, a bourbon flavored coffee like paste like screwball was i would not be happy with this i mean we haven't even tried it yet so i don't really know what it's going to taste like but i don't want something that that it's that viscosity where it was like syrup coming out right you know what i'm saying yeah the screwball is great especially in cocktails but when you have it neat it's like a syrup and it's perfect for shots but if you're drinking it like we are drinking this it's a totally different ball game where Some people get turned off when they like the initial uh, traditional bourbon experience and taste and profile. So for this, we'll dive into some of the background on it so we can learn before we take a sip. Um, So it's 80 proof. We don't get to tell when we take a sip. The beep tells us when we take a sip. I know. I know. (laughs) But we'll get through as much as we can before it beeps. So it won gold already in the 2020 World Spirits Competition. Jesus. Yeah. So, Devil's River Coffee Bourbon Whiskey starts by sourcing a Vienna Roast blend of free trade coffee beans from a local San Antonio coffee roaster. Responsibly sourced from Honduras, Colombia, and Brazil, the coffee beans are roasted to extract the most flavor. The Vienna Roast is the most difficult roast to achieve on a consistent basis, so of course, Devil's River Whiskey had to take on the challenge. After trying a variety of roasting styles, they found that Vienna Roast best complements their whiskey, adding another layer to its deep flavor profile. Now, taking a quick break, if the beep occurs during this, are we going to be able to hear it? That's a good point. I do not know. Sick. I'll continue. I don't know. I think so. We'll find out. Because it comes through here, too. So we'll be able to hear it in here. All right. So we're good. All right. Nailed it. So after trying a... Oh, nailed that. All right. So (laughs) besides being darker, richer, and more aromatic, this blend has a full body that features some notes that we'll get to with a rich and satisfying finish. So they didn't stop there. Uh, they basically wanted to enhance the coffee flavor in their whiskey, so they chose to go with the cold brew process. And the reason is because the hot brew forces the flavor from the bean, but the cold brew likes to take its own time. So the award-winning Devil's River bourbon with the dark roasted Vienna coffee beans 
they steep it for mm-hmm. 24 hours at a low temperature to bring out the smooth, sweet flavor of the coffee in what a cold brew is known for. From there, they marry the bourbon infused coffee whiskey with 100% organic blue Weber agave nectar, creating a naturally infused, rich, and another tasting note that we won't get to yet, uh, coffee-flavored bourbon whiskey. So from your research, did you see is it basically that bourbon whiskey, but with coffee? I don't know know if I don't know if it's their small batch whiskey blended with coffee to make a bourbon, uh, you know, a coffee bourbon. Yeah. But I don't know because their small batch is amazing. So if they do that, I'm going to be very happy because I also like cold brew coffee. Yeah, and the Vienna beans are great. I I know that from the coffee industry when I worked in it when I was sixteen to eighteen. I'm just messaging our contact over there to see if it's the same because yeah, that was one of our favorite. I mean, that still is our favorite budget option for anybody looking to get into bourbon. Yeah, that wants a, a a good brand, but that's still cheap. That's one of our favorites still after 52 episodes that we've done, 51. Mm-hmm. So if this is paired with that directly and it's the same mash bill, I, you're right. I, I'd be very excited. Hey, is the coffee bourbon the same bourbon as your small batch? See, real-time info yeah. for the ones that listen. How exciting. Speaking of, there's there the first is. beep. All right, well, let's go for it. So right off the bat. Super dark. This looks like we're drinking coffee. Black coffee. How do you like your coffee? Black. Nailed it. Ooh. Ooh. You get punched in the face with coffee beans, then it makes me really happy. You ready? Mm-hmm. What is that? Is it just me or did I get like a little carbonated, like carbonated flavor in there too like that first sip it pops in your mouth yeah why i don't know but that's really good okay i'm gonna try to explain this to people that jesus dude, that is friggin' good okay coffee and whiskey go together i don't care what you think they 1000 percent go together yeah i've more times than not used jameson in my coffee mm-hmm this fixes that. This is the all-in-one. If you want or if you have implemented whiskey into your coffee outside of like a Bailey's cream. On the weekends. Or a bourbon cream. On the weekends. Don't do this when you're actually going to work. Or if you're on vacation. We don't condone and this. And it's during the week and you're on vacation, then crush this. So, and the reason why is because I'm going on vacation soon. So I'm probably going to figure out a way to have this on vacation. Dude, this is so good. So this would replace the Jameson that you would pour into your coffee. And it's very different from a coffee liqueur because it isn't a liqueur. And that is what makes me the most excited about this product because it's, it's not a cream. It's actual whiskey, but it's got the coffee beans in it yeah so kind of going back to and as a reflection on what we've done so far so screwball as we talked about already 
is basically whiskey flavored peanut butter syrup at that point. And it's an important distinction where you put the whiskey and the peanut butter when you're talking about a whiskey. Because to me, screwball is peanut butter that has a little bit of whiskey flavoring. So a majority of it is peanut butter. Like the alcohol percentage states. I mean, it's not, what is that one? 40%? It's right on the edge here. Um, which which one? Screwball. Oh, it's behind? Yeah. Yeah, it was, right it was like 70-something. Uh, yeah, I think it might even be lower than that, like 40. No, yeah, it's 70 proof. 70? Yeah. So to me, though, that came out more like a syrup. And like we were talking, that, that didn't play to me drinking it neat. That's just not something that you drink neat. No. This is 80 proof. The bourbon cream that we've done from Black Button, I mean, that's kind of a similar thing as well. The bourbon cream is, again, more of a dessert, which it comes out at 30, yeah, 30 proof, this is. So this is not cream, this is that's whiskey-flavored cream, cream. Correct. Not cream-flavored whiskey. Mm-hmm. Then you also have, um, where's the other one? See, props, love it. We also have the coffee liqueur from Black Button, which is 48 proof. So you're getting up there. But again, this is more of bourbon-flavored coffee because the liqueur and not coffee-flavored bourbon. So when you get back down to what Devil's River is trying to do with this, is they're trying to make a coffee-flavored whiskey, which means pretty much I'm going to assume the exact same mash bill as their single-barrel bourbon, but with coffee flavoring, which takes the cake when you're comparing it to these type of bourbons because it's actually still a bourbon and not a liquor or a syrup or a cream i love this so far me too it's going to be interesting to get into the tasting notes i want to know if it's going to keep me awake like how much coffee is in this serving you know yeah or is it just mainly bourbon which after after work man yeah it's uh it's bourbon 30. I'll tell you that. Right, friends? Bourbon 30. Any response from the contact? Yeah, believe so. All right, perfect. So that works. We'll, we'll run with that. I, I do like... I, I I don't think that they're making a specific mash bill just for this. No. I'll say that right off the bat. I don't think that they're using their rye either. And I don't think that they're using their other product, which is... What's their other product? I think they have a cask strength. Yeah, cask strength. Yeah. yeah. So if they, since they're not going to be making a specific mash mash bill for this, and they're not going to use any of those three or two products, I'm going to assume that it's probably the single barrel. Well, this small so batch. Good. Uh small batch. Yeah, not single barrel. I'm. I love Devils River. I like the. I like their company. Um, I like what they're about. I like the products that they put out, and the fact that they're so hell bent on using the water from Devil's River just because of its makeup is ideal. And I'm really curious to know if other distilleries in Texas use Devil's River for their water. But just don't call themselves Devil's River. Yeah. Like what's the is there legality behind that? When this goes live, I'm going to tag them and see if they can answer that question or I might just send them a DM. Yeah. But yeah, we got hooked up by uh by their local rep mm-hmm. for this bottle, which is fantastic. And then we also got supplied T-shirts, which we're wearing. So it's uh, there's a black and a gray, but it's their logo, and then small batch with their uh, their namesake. Yep. So yours is a little bit different than mine, but I have the same one, but in black. And they're they're soft. They're very comfortable. Very comfortable. Which we've done a lot of research on comfortable 
sweatshirts, and shirts. Why, Mike? We got a lot of things, too many things, in the works and coming out. So we are going to release our third round of merchandise, which we're very excited about just in time for fall. It's going to be crew neck sweaters, and we are working on nailing down the donating party. And reason being is obviously the state is in a different circumstance when it comes to work and hours and all that fun stuff due to current events with the virus. So uh, I'm waiting on their reply, and then I have a secondary option in case they don't respond in time. But we have plenty of time because obviously we're very type A when mm-hmm. it comes to all this. So we are going to release the tri-blend synthetic fiber stitched sweater with our logo as a vintage logo. Now I'll dive into the two, well, three main points in that. Uh, tri-blend meaning there's extreme small trace amounts of cotton. They used other materials in regards to shrinking. That's huge because we don't want something to shrink and, and get smaller just because you abused it in the washer and dryer. And then the synthetic stitching on the inside of the sweater is because the synthetic fibers don't shrink. Mm -hmm. So having the fibers uh, not be cotton ensures that it won't shrink in size if you dry it. My recommendation to everybody, every, every person I know, I wash all my clothes on cold and then I hang dry all my shirts on a drying rack sweaters everything because i'm terrified of them shrinking because i i don't care i just don't trust it it could be a hundred percent synthetic and i i'm not going to do it um and then the rest of my clothes i dry on low and then if they're damp then i just air dry them and call it a day because i'm not going to risk it and then for the vintage that means that it's not going to be vinyl so it's going to the logo on the front of the sweater is going to be our our standard logo that's on our table um with very slight modifications in the shadowing. It's just going to be a bold font. And then that way it'll be more clear. And it's going to be heat pressed into the material. It's not going to be a vinyl. No, it's going to be painted basically into the material. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because which, yeah, which it's painting it into the material where vinyl is just kind of placing it on top of the material. So it's going to be in, um, embedded into the fiber. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to fade. And it's a vintage, so it's going to look slightly faded by design, which makes it more streamlined with the sweater. It's honestly, it's it's kick ass. Yeah. It's the, a navy blue. Yep. the The tri blend itself. So you don't dry your shirts. I do dry my shirts. Uh, and from our products that we've released so far, that first blue uh, Buffalo Happy Hour shirt and the whiskey makes it all better. I've thrown both of them in the dryer multiple times. Nothing shrank. Mm-hmm. So for all you listening, if you are wondering if you can put it in the dryer. I put it in there, and I've not had any problems with shrinking. So that's definitely a good sign. Now, with this sweatshirt, also kind of on the opposite side of vintage, if you if you just paint it onto the sweatshirt, it's going to be a really thick line that you'll be able to notice when you run your fingers across it, and it's just it looks bulky like it's not supposed to be there, I guess. Whereas this vintage, like you said, as it gets into the sweatshirt, it makes it all look like one cohesive part instead of we just paid to get it painted on there, which is what all companies do, but it just looks a little bit better. Yeah. So we're super excited for that. Uh, there's going to be 50 total sweatshirts and then ranging in sizes. Of course, there's going to be a post once they're live and available. And then uh, 
it's the price is going to include shipping and donation as always so we're excited so the avenue and azimuth that we shot for this next nonprofit is something involving the community and environment so that's what we're looking to work with a local nonprofit in that realm so yeah. we'll see and then as always we'll have them on the podcast to talk about their business or their nonprofit organization for them to then tell the story instead of you and I telling it for them. <laughs> exactly. And then from there, uh, we both had super busy weekends. Mm-hmm. So how was your weekend, man? What'd you do? Dude, it was pretty good. We, uh, what did I actually do this weekend? Well, today it was the best day in my entire life because I was able to get up and go golfing. So I took the day off of work and then come back and pod. That's my ultimate dream right there in a nutshell is to do that every single day until I die. It'd be great. I love I'm, I love where I work. I'm not going to say the company almost did. I love where I work, and it's a, an amazing company. But to be self-employed and to do this eventually in the future would be so sick. It's probably so, going to take 25 years, but it'll be worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't care. I don't even care if it takes up until we retire, and then we just keep doing this after we retire, just two old jamokes smoking cigars and reviewing whiskey for 75 years. We're going to be having our 75th birthday here. But if it takes that long, I'm fine with it. But, dude, it was just so nice waking up, going golfing in the morning on a Tuesday because we switched our recording days to Tuesday, which we can talk about too, and there was nobody out there. I got paired up with this tour pro. And he's just showing me the ropes, man. It was so sick. It was a good time. And I played one of my best rounds of golf, too, with him. Where'd you golf? Harvest Hill. Nice. It's, it's my favorite course, and I'm probably going to be a member again there next year. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. And I haven't golfed that much this year. No. I mean, even Gina was saying, she was like, you haven't golfed, like, at all. And like, oh, yeah, I, I know. Because we're so busy with this, and... Most of our time, especially as we branch out of Buffalo to interview some businesses, we only can do that really on the weekends because we have to travel and you and I still both work. So we needed to do something that um, took our weekend days, which then took away from golf. So next year, it's going to be my goal to go out golfing at least once a week because this is something that I enjoy, you enjoy, and we should both become members at Harvest Hill. It's only like a measly like 2500 bucks, but it's fine. We'll be fine. I'm literally going to throw up. <laughs> But yeah, so went out there this morning, which was beautiful. I mean, I went out at 8 o'clock, um, played nine holes because they were aerating the front nine, so I could only play the back nine. But they they let us out. It was cheap to go and played with this tour pro, and he was telling me like what I need to do. And I had seriously my best round of golf, and it was amazing. Just drinking coffee out on the golf course, you can't get better than that, dude. Come on. And I didn't keep score, too, which was probably a reason why I – had probably one of the better rounds because it just wasn't on the top of my mind to keep score. So it was great. But this weekend we also went to, uh, we had Gina's parents over. We had a little Labor Day cookout here, just small little get together. And then what else did I do this weekend? I don't know. What did you do this weekend? Why can't I remember what I did this weekend? I don't know. Why I can't remember. Oh, I had draft parties a lot. So I went disc golfing twice. Um, so I went disc golfing twice and golfing once, which is a, a weekend for the ages, man. So, and then I had football drafts, three of them. So Friday I had all my friends over for our like league of record. We call it, it is, we've been in this fantasy football league for 11 years now. So we started this league 11 years ago and it's still going on with probably like 75% of the same people. It's, it's huge. 
Like, that's a big commitment for 11 years. Yeah, it is. It's very stressful, too. You don't do fantasy, right? No, I can't do it. No. Too stressful. So I'm in five leagues this year, and I've had five different drafts already. Pretty happy with all of them, and we'll just see where it goes. Well, I'm in this one dynasty league where you have to draft rookies only. So dynasty, for everybody that doesn't know, is a fantasy football-like – I mean, it is fantasy football, but instead of redrafting every year, you have the same team, and every year you just draft the rookies coming in. So the people that you started with are basically who you stick with unless they either are benched or they retire or die. I mean, they could die too, I guess. That's morbid. But you draft rookies every year to bring into the team, and then you got to kick some people off. So that was cool too this year to get into that and um, draft the rookies coming in from this year because there's some pretty crazy rookies. Yeah, man. I'm excited for this year's season. Oh, yeah. Speaking of fantasy football, um, so got to give a shout-out just because of what I heard today. So the football podcast that I listened to, the fantasy footballers, the one guy on there said that the Bills are going to the Super Bowl and they're going to win the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What would you do, or what do you think this city would do if it got all the way to the Super Bowl? They had to play Tom Brady again, because why not? What other ending to a Bills Super Bowl would it be if they didn't have to play Tom Brady? And this is the only way that it could happen, right? I mean, if he didn't get traded to an NFC team, there would be no way that we would ever play him. So it has to happen. Why not happen this year? And what would Buffalo do if we lost to him? Just throw that out there. Well, what do you think would happen? If we lost? Yeah. Not much. Really? You don't think we would riot? No. Sorry, that's probably a touchy subject right now. But you don't think that we would go crazy? No. If we win, it will be the War of 1812, (laughs) and Buffalo will burn to the ground. No doubt. But if we lose, I will be unbelievably devastated... But we'll be very happy with how far we went. We finally won a playoff game. Winning that many playoff games in the AFC Championship game is massive. I don't know how we'll stack deep into the playoffs because the Titans are a force mm-hmm. and they're no joke. And they literally get better as the season progresses. So... That is an underrated team that I'm not sure how I think about them because they are mad good. I've been watching them for a few years. Yeah. They're very, very good. Very good. And it's scary. And I'm a I'm a fan of their pod, I will admit. So hashtag not a sponsor. Sponsored by. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag not a sponsor. No free shout outs, um, which is their line, but we say it sometimes. But Bussin' with the Boys is a hilarious podcast where it's Taylor Lewan and Will Compton. And Taylor Lewan is I think the highest paid left tackle in the league. Um, he's for sure the highest paid Titan. And Will Compton is a linebacker, recently played for the Raiders after he got released from Tennessee and then got re signed by Tennessee. Oh, really? That's which cool. is sweet yeah. because it's kind of. can continue the pod. Well, he was doing that. Like the pod didn't stop. Yeah. But it's really cool now because they understand and appreciate what he does for the Titans organization. So that'll be a lot of fun. Did I just hear a noise? Yeah, I'm still recording, so we're okay. good there. You're, so am I. Okay, okay. Good. So having him back in Tennessee is kind of like full circle in the fan base. Is like that's that's where the boy belongs. That's good. So that's cool. But yeah, um, and then to answer your question, uh, 
the weekend, my past weekend for Labor Day was very relaxing. Uh, the bottle you gifted me of Knob Creek, Hunter Proof. Nice. Gone. <laughs> Jesus, that didn't take long. No, it was a weekend. Um, that was amazing. So I knew Knob Creek was smooth. I knew that it was a higher proof, so I had to be semi-careful. However, because of 52 weeks of doing this, my tolerance is not awful, so I was able to handle it. But it was nice to unplug. Uh, the only time that I looked at my phone was when I had to post for the podcast. Otherwise, I basically left it on the counter somewhere totally away from me in a different room and said I'm not even going to look at it. So woke up in the morning, posted for the podcast, and then left, and it was great. It was very relaxing to get away from my phone. Yeah. So uh, there's also a story about Sam that I think everybody should hear. I saw you were swimming with him. Yeah. Did you read the post? No. So he just got into swimming about, well, this year, and he's three. But before that, he was, like, really terrified of the water. He couldn't figure it out. His depth perception into the water was weird. If he couldn't feel the bottom, he wasn't comfortable. And then eventually we got him to swim a little bit more. And for those that don't know, my dog is a purebred English yellow lab. So I knew he was totally fine in the water and mm-hmm. he was going to be, you know, okay. But he wasn't around. Um, only his cousin swims all the time. And his cousin's a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. So that his cousin literally doesn't stop swimming. And we're like, okay, well, maybe he'll get the point and like be more comfortable because he sees him doing it. it. Took him forever. And then... This year, it just kind of like click where we were constantly throwing him into the water and, you know, everything was fine. So, uh, Colleen's dad has a pool. So, we're swimming in the pool. And typically, if I threw the ball into the pool, he'd like run down the stairs and then jump in, do his little thing and, and grab the ball and then come back to the stairs and just wait for me to throw it again. Um, now, he's starting to build up the courage to where he'll literally just jump in off the edge, which I'm, I want him to do because <laughs> that'll be amazing. But... I was doing laps with nothing in my arms. Like, I didn't have a ball. There was nothing to, like, intrigue him to get into the water. And I'm like, okay, he'll probably just sit there and watch or whatever. And then all of a sudden, his ears perked up and, like, forward. Like, what are you doing? And he's, his head's kind of tilting, and he's just watching me swim. And then his face changed to where he's like, I just want to be with you. Like, oh, all man. I want to do is swim. Like, I just want to be next to you. So he jumps in. And I'm like, okay. So he starts swimming next to me, and then we start doing laps together. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I'm actually just swimming with my dog. Like, this is what I want. Yeah. I was like, this is perfect. So he's just doggy paddling. And then we get to the deep end wall. I kick off and then come back towards the shallow end. And then he turns around doing his little doggy paddle. <laughs> and then I see him looking at me. And his head is just, like, slowly poking up out of the water where he's, like, trying to just, like, get close to me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have anything, bud. Like, what do you want? So I'm just swimming. And then I slow down. And then he swims right up next to me, and I'm, like, terrified he's going to scratch my chest with his with his <laughs> pads and his nails, and yeah. he doesn't. So he gets super close, stops paddling, and then leans up and gives me a kiss. Aww. I've never in my life had a dog do that, and I was like, this is it. I love this dog more than my wife. <laughs> dude, it was, dude, it was amazing. It was, it was honestly the most beautiful thing that... I mean, him and I have had a lot of moments, you know that, but that was one where it's just like, this dog is literally my best friend. Mm-hmm. So then I just kept swimming, and then I get to the shallow end, and Colleen goes, I, I got a picture of that. I'm like, seriously? And she goes, yeah, it was a still, but I got a photo of it. 
I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. So I posted it and then people were just loving it because they're like, you know what? We need some freaking good news. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome. So That's sweet. Yeah. It was a nice moment with my dog. But yeah, other than that, super relaxing weekend. Ate a ton of food. Um, I made my cinnamon buns. So that was nice. And then, uh, yeah, it was just nice to unplug. So now I'm 11 days away from my vacation. Yeah, where are you going? What are you doing? Going to Maine. Uh, same thing. My phone will literally be off and away. And then the only time I'm going to use my phone is when I have to post in the morning. So I'm going to do all my work uh, for the podcast before I leave. Have everything staged in my email so I can just pull it up. But service is kind of spotty up there anyways. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to get to the point where it's like, all right, you know, I'll spend four minutes and I'll post and then phone's gone. So we're going up to Maine. Uh, we're We're getting married. Staying at the house for a week. And then do a little hiking, swim a ton, play in the Tidal River with Sam, go to the beach, and then we're going to, I'm going to smoke a ton of cigars, drink a ton of whiskey. There you go. Yeah, and just start fires all the time, because this time frame, uh, it's it's probably going to be about 45, 50 degrees at night, and then max like 70, 75 during the day. So it's going to be perfect. Yeah, I'm super excited, but the ocean's going to be freezing, because she's, the house is right on the coast. So... Uh, but yeah, we're going up to our paradise and then we, we've already made the decision when we have kids that that's, we're not going to Disney every year. Like we'll go to Maine mm-hmm. every year with our kid. And yeah, then you don't want to take them to Disney. Disney sucks. Oh, th- oh no, we're going to Disney. But if we have to choose one or the other, it's, it's going to be Maine every right. time. So we're just, it's been a very, very stressful, long and enduring six months. Hell yeah. So I'm, Absolutely. I need a break. No doubt, I need a break. Yeah, I mean, just watching this podcast, so like I was looking back on the last couple episodes, I've gotten significantly grayer in the beard over the past six months. You have? I have. I look like an old man now. There's so much stress, dude. Dude, it, it's crazy. It really is absolutely crazy, everything that's gone on. And I don't want to dwell on it, but it's just, it's nice to have that where you can get away and go somewhere that you guys both love so that there's no compromising happening there it's something that you can go to get all the outside stressors away and just enjoy time with yourself your wife and your dog yeah it's just sam coming with you this time he goes every time okay yeah um it's yeah it's just between work and postponing the wedding and honeymoon twice losing money because we had to do that and just dealing with everything plus trying to work on the house and balance all that because we want to eventually sell and move to the south towns it's just like it doesn't stop so her job at the moment sucks my job at the moment is extremely stressful where i'll get i mean you know phone calls and emails on weekends and asks you know people ask if i can come in on saturday sundays and it just it doesn't stop Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm uh i'm really looking forward to this vacation so that's awesome yeah I mean, I'm, I'm still probably going to text you, but whatever. It's fine. No, nah, it's fine. No, I deal. mean, I'm basically your second wife, so it's okay. All right. So uh, you want to get into a little, little cocktail section? You have yours? Absolutely. I have mine. All right. Well, we can't just jump into it. We got to drop the beef in the cocktail section. Cocktails. It sounds so weird through the headphones. <laughs> Take take the headphones off. So like right now, take one ear off while I'm still talking, and then you can see like how different it sounds without the headphones on. I, I don't want to go back. We'll talk about it after. Mike, your cocktail, <laughs> iced mocha. Ooh, 
That is my cocktail. Nice. So two ounces of Devil's River coffee, one ounce chocolate syrup, four ounces half and half. Add all ingredients to a shaker tin with ice. Shake for 20 seconds. Strain into a coffee glass or mason jar with ice. Top it with whipped cream, shaved chocolate, and cinnamon on top. I don't know a time of day where I wouldn't have that cocktail. Yeah, that is a... We'll start at 4 a.m. because you started drinking the night before, and now it's 4 a.m. and you're just trying to roll with it because you're going to brunch that morning. So oh, there you go. 4 a.m. It's good at 6 a.m. if you're just starting your day. Mm-hmm. It's good at 11 at brunch. That's good at lunch, mm-hmm. and then that's good anytime after that. Oh yeah. So, Can you imagine having this with like a bowl of ice cream? Oh, don't start. Come on. Don't pour it over the ice cream. Ooh. Vanilla bean ice cream, Devil's River coffee bourbon on top. Just pour a little over. I like that. Woof. What's your cocktail, dude? Mine is the Wake Up Whiskey Sour. Oh, nice. So we have 1.5 ounces of Devil's River coffee bourbon, one ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of lemon juice, 0.25 ounces of Hearing's Cherry Liqueur, which is optional on this, I, which is interesting because I've never seen cherry liqueur and a whiskey sour. That'd be interesting to try. And then one egg white. You place all the ingredients in the shaker without ice and shake rapidly for 15, sec- 15 to 20 seconds. Strain over large ice cubes retaining froth at the top of the drink and garnish with lemon peel. That's a very int- It's a very delicious dynamic having coffee and lemon. Yeah. Yeah. But that's our cocktails for this. So, so the Devil's River Coffee Bourbon, we have the Wake Up Whiskey Sour, and the... Iced Mocha. Nailed it. I'm excited, man. Label branding, what do you think? Get right in the whiskey review. I like it. Um, label branding. So, I love it. And I will say that with uh, the fact that, one, it's the same exact label, basically, as all their other products, which is cool. They have a bean roaster on top of here. So normally what they have is in their typical bourbon, which I... uh, Grabbing a pen. All right. Nailed it. Uh, Their typical bourbon, they have a picture of the Devil's River River, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful scenic route. The coffee bourbon is interesting because they replaced all that with a coffee. uh, It looks like a grinder, a coffee bean grinder. So, and then with coffee beans all on the like outside of the grinder, just to signify that this is indeed coffee. Um, They play off of that continuously with the brown letters of Devil River, the brown letters of Coffee Bourbon, the diagram of the coffee itself, and then they have a good write-up on the side, which says, Just when you thought our award-winning bourbon can't get any better, we infused it with coffee and agave for a sinfully smooth finish like you've never experienced before. Steeped with dark Vienna roasted coffee beans and sweetened with agave nectar, this tasty trio is crafted to provide a smoky, sweet, and rich coffee bourbon. With deep brown appearance, a subtle nose of coffee meets caramel and hints of dark chocolate. You can you can enjoy it on any way you'd like, neat, on the rocks, or in your favorite cocktail. Which I always like when when companies put their tasting notes on here. Because being a new to bourbon, you would like to refine your taste, and sometimes it's hard to get your um, hands around. Maybe not necessarily this one isn't the best example because you can get your hands on caramel and hints of dark chocolate, but with some things that are infused with rosemary or thyme or something like that, you can then put those flavor profiles to a word, and then you can use it down the road. Word bird. Word bird. So for this one, I would probably give it an A++. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree. Oop, perfect no timing. 
Ooh. What do you get? The nose is surprisingly hot. You get the ethanol of the whiskey, but then you get the the gentleness of the Vienna beans. So I'm also going to give this an A++. Mm-hmm. What are you getting on the nose from a taste? Or from a smell? <laughs> do you taste with your nose? Because I do. That's your first micism, dude. You're you're rubbing off on me and I don't like it. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. This is, uh, it's got some oils in it too. Yeah. So straight off the nose, all you're getting is a whiskey, like that hotness. Yeah. And then coffee beans, personally. And like a hint of dark chocolate. Yeah, I'd roll with that. Would you buy it for a dollar? I'd buy it for 75 cents. You got yourself a deal, mister. <laughs> so, so nose A++. Yeah, initial taste, uh, coffee, duh. Also A++. Yeah. But coffee, and this, I agree with the bottle. Over ice, this would be amazing. Yeah. I was going to use the B word, but you can't yell at an airport, so I'm not going to say it on the podcast. So the... Yeah, over ice, this would be great. So you're getting, in the initial taste, you're getting the coffee taste. But honestly, it tastes like a chocolate-covered coffee bean. That's, to me, 1,000% what this tastes like. No doubt. Which, in liquid form, yeah. And I wouldn't surpass, like, 70% cocoa. Oh, that's, that's a good point. It's not It's not like a dark chocolate, but it's a hint of chocolate, so mm-hmm. I would keep it like 60. But it's not lame like milk chocolate. Like, this no, has correct. some prominent dark chocolate notes, but not crazy. Yeah. So, coffee chocolate, initial taste. Uh, a plus, checkmark plus. For the initial taste? Mm-hmm. We already gave an A plus plus. Why well, A plus, checkmark plus? A plus, checkmark plus. <laughs> All right. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Ending you got note. Me mid-sipped it. That was tough. Ending note, you get the bourbon. No doubt. Mm-hmm. So you get um it's what is that? You're getting like a little bit of caramel. Yeah, but it's a caramel, note. it's it's like the caramel oils. Yeah. Because that's you pick up the oil on the back end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's there's a touch of caramel, so I'm I'm good with that. Touch of caramel, you're getting a little bit of that dark chocolate, and then you're getting that bourbon flavor throughout. So like that oak vanilla mm-hmm. uh, ending note to it. So your, your typical bourbon taste. But also, what's interesting with this, and again, I'm comparing it to Screwball because it's in the same vein, but not really. So Screwball, you didn't get the you didn't get the whiskey taste until like the very very end mm-hmm. when it was already gone through your mouth. This, you can taste that you're drinking bourbon throughout the entire initial sip and ending note. Same, same tongue, Yeah, so it's it's the same vein, different gender. Correct. Your tongue is throbbing because it has alcohol on it through the entire initial taste and the ending note. You can taste, but it's still a very, very high hug. It doesn't stay in your throat. It doesn't really bring you down all the way to here. Everything stays in your mouth, which is an amazing Amazing thing to have when you're associating it with coffee because you don't want that deep darkness that isn't appealing when you're drinking something coffee. You don't right. want something very heavy. Right. This is supposed to be something that brings you up and makes you have energy and all that. If this was a very, very heavy bourbon, it would not go well with this. So I'm very happy that Devil's River stuck this with their regular uh, small batch whiskey rather than their rye or their um, 
cask strength because this is the perfect mash bill and the perfect heat for this type of whiskey. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, A plus, check mark plus. Yep. And you got the tasting notes, right? Yeah, caramel, oak, vanilla, and then coffee, chocolate. So final rating. If if you had to, if you had to have something on your shelf like this, like in that same vein, what would you even think about having instead of this? Like this is kind of in a tier all of itself. Yeah. Nothing. Um, Because, like, the bourbon cream from Black Button is same same tier, same vein, same gender as Bailey's. Mm -hmm. Screwball is pretty different, but you can also kind of put it on the same tier as the bourbon liqueur or the... uh, the Coffee liqueur, yeah. Yeah, the coffee liqueur from Black Button. This is just... Because it's whiskey first. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what separates it. Like we were saying earlier, I don't, I can't, I don't, I can't think of anything. If anybody has any recommendation in the comments for us to try compared to this, let us know. I I don't know of anything. Maybe the pumpkin, the Southern tier pumpkin whiskey. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And that episode will be coming up soon. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, this is something again that you can have. Whenever. Yeah. This isn't a special occasion. This isn't a shot. This is something that you can pour whenever you want. Doesn't matter if it's coffee in it. The coffee notes are subtle. Uh, they're prominent, but they're subtle at the same time, and it's whiskey first, which is what I love about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, final rating. You ready? Make him in that countdown. Three, two, one. 96. 95. 95.5. Nailed it. I love it. I love I would drink this whole bottle. Yeah, dude. And clearly, I would not drink the whole screwball bottle because it's still there. That was episode seven. Was it really? Yeah. We we had screwball on this podcast before it was extremely well known in Western New York. Mm-hmm. So, no big deal. It was here. It was on a shelf. But no one really knew too much about it. Yeah. It was on the cusp of becoming what it is now. And we brought it to light. I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> But we beat the curve. I will yeah. say that. We definitely beat the curve. What did you say? We flattened the... Never mind. Um, so, uh, also, if you're listening to this, if you stuck by us with this long uh, for this episode, one, appreciate it a lot. Yep. Um, we we love all of our subscribers. We love all of our listeners. If you haven't yet subscribed, we I think that now with our past couple interviews, we've got a lot of new traffic here. So, um, right now, I think I looked at the statistics before we came on, and we're at like 56% now we're not subscribed. So, we're, they're going up in the not subscribe column. We want it to go down. So, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do. We have some awesome stuff coming out. Talking a little bit earlier about our merch that we're releasing, these sweaters. We also did an interview with the company that we did um, do the shirt, these sweaters with, and that we'll probably be continuing working with them going forward. That interview just released this past Friday. So if that's something that you're into, uh, screen printing, or not screen printing, yeah, screen printing. Mm-hmm. If that's something that you're into or interested in in the Buffalo community in general, because he does a lot for the Buffalo community, go back and listen to that ep- that interview because it was so knowledgeable. And he was such a bro, and I just want to skate with him even though I don't skate. Dude, we talk about it a lot just to have a skateboard mm-hmm. so that you can just Go to the store and just skate there. Would you buy one again? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I would buy a bike and I would buy a skateboard. 
again. Like a BMX bike or a mountain bike? No, crotch rocket. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love to have a skateboard again. I just started playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 again. Oh, man. Just released. It's so fun, dude. I, I wish that I had the coordination to do skating again. I was going to bring that up during the interview, uh, positive approach, and I didn't. But I was also going to ask him off camera, too. And we didn't because we got caught up in everything that we were collabing on. It's insane how the body gets to a point where you legitimately become one with whatever you're working with. Mm-hmm. Like when you drive stick, you literally feel everything through your car and you're an extension of your car. Mm-hmm. And then with skating, you become so balanced and it's so natural to be on a board that you just you do things with your feet and then you're, you're catching everything before, like you're catching it midair and then you're just stopping it. Like I miss that so much because if we even remotely try to just take three jog steps and then throw the board down and, and skate and like get You'd a good start. Yeah. I mean, we would find the one pebble, jam the wheel and just chip our teeth. That was the worst in the entire world is when you go up to do a, a nice set and you're rolling up to it and you hit a pebble and you're like, shit, that was going to be the one. Yep. It probably wasn't though. No, but not at all. it's like, that would have been it. It's just to throw blame. We should try yeah. to do it. We should get boards. Maybe when we didn't just drop a ton of money. But we should get bored and see if we can do it. I mean, why not? I think I still have mine, actually. I don't know what I do with my skateboard. It was so much fun. It is. I miss it, dude. Like, it's just so... Again, it's another hobby just to disconnect you from everything Mm -hmm. you do during the day. So, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. So, we're getting towards the end of the episode. Recap. What do you think about the headphones? Do you like them? Is it a distraction? Is it something that we're going to use going forward? Of course it is. Obviously, we spent money on it. But, like, what are your general thoughts? It was needed. Um, it enhances our podcast experience. It makes us look more legit, which is huge. It adds a level of professionalism. And they are extremely functional. Yeah. I think that our listeners are going to notice a difference once we do interviews again. Yeah. Or do our next interview. Not again, because we have stuff lined up until the end of October. But um, it's going to be interesting... Because then our interviewees will know exactly what they sound like. And if they sound too far away, they won't be able to hear themselves. So it's going to be interesting getting that in front of them and having them adapt to the situation now that they're hearing themselves. We're going to clean the headphones after every time, but it's just something that... And there's going to be different, like, we're going to label the headphones. Like, this is Derek, this is Mike's, and then these are the interviewees, and then we can just clean the interviewees, and then we'll keep ours separate. Like, it's not difficult but we're also germaphobes and just like yeah. need freaks so we're just going to clean everything anyways but yeah it's fine yeah. not worried about it so that really concludes this episode mike i mean is there anything else you want to add yeah i honestly dude how much time are we at 50 minutes 50 minutes yep. i look forward to this podcast every day mm-hmm. it's such a distraction from the world it's so enjoyable so Please, please follow, please subscribe, please like, please comment, leave a review, help us help you. Um, even if you don't, we're, we're not going to stop, yeah. so we don't really care, but we appreciate everything thus far. So looking forward to next week. Mm-hmm. And we have an interview this week, maybe two interviews this week, depending on what happens. But yeah. We're excited. We're going to grind the next 12 days, and then uh, I'm going to be gone for a week. 
So, But that's fine because we're going to record before you leave and we'll record after you come back. No so one's going to know. No one will know anything. Nope. But then we can talk about I'll it. crying. Yeah, it's fine. But then we can talk about it. Yeah. So I'm excited for my eight-hour road trip north where I can just throw my phone out on the 90 <laughs> and just let it bounce around for a while and not stare at it. Yeah. So speaking of phones, my phone's messed up. It keeps telling me, and I'm so mad about it, but it keeps telling me that check your charger USB port. Moisture has been detected in your charger USB port. Make sure it's dry before charging your phone. Noise. So this happened about two weeks ago. Never seen water before. I don't put, why would I drop my phone in water? I don't bring it to the bathroom with me. Uh, It's not like out with me when it's raining. Like it's weird. So no water is in there. I went to the Verizon store, had them look at it. They said, yeah, it's not water damage. It is malfunctioned. Like, the charging port's messed up. I'm like, nailed it. So I hard reset my phone, lost everything in my phone, which was a good time. Um, but on the contrary, now I can't charge my phone unless I wirelessly charge it. So it has to be on the brick in order for it to charge wirelessly. And my social media and my just usage of my phone has dropped dramatically because I just realized that I don't need my phone next to me all the time and just let it go turn it off because it'll charge faster if it's off but go put it down by the the nightstand in my bedroom and go do whatever else you want to do because you don't need it with you mm-hmm. until you randomly text me asking for a business decision that we have to discuss but that's fine no big deal so my phone's on the way my new one and I'll probably be back on it all the time I'm just kidding but, uh, yeah, I just don't need my phone. And most people don't. There's no phones in heaven, bro. So, yes. So leave your phone behind. Do something else. And just try to, after work, after you're done with the day, separate yourself from everything else except what is in your immediate control, which is inside of your home. It's a good method for anybody to take because it's something that all of us can benefit from. Just grounding ourselves in our house instead of worrying about what's going on around us. Because most of the time, what's going on around us isn't even that big of a deal. It's just spotlighted because the squeaky wheel gets the oil. And Dude, I'm telling you, after this weekend, I spent the whole weekend barefoot. Nice. Walking around the yard in grass, just like running around with Sam. There's something to that, dude. Mm-hmm. There's so many things. You can look it up. People are going to think I'm absolutely nuts, out of my mind, I'm a hippie. But... There's you, your body is charged and earth is the opposite charge. And you can literally like Zen out. If you just walk around barefoot on the grass, it's so good for you until you step on a wasp and then you're pissed. Come on, dude. You knew what we were still going from crushing this dude. It's so good. Listen, devil's river. Thanks for making a good product. We appreciate you. We can't wait to continue our collaborations on different products and cheers i mean this is awesome so last last little sip last little sippy sip nailed it i'm not used to my headphones i'm not used to my headphones it is an amazing product um we're gonna talk about more time so thank you devil's river for letting us try this um this has been episode 51 51 we're almost at a birthday mike almost at a birthday i can't wait I can't wait for us to play the first little bit of the first clip in the next week's episode so people can see how terrible we were one year ago and then follow that up with our episode now so people can look at it. Yeah, if you don't follow us on YouTube, follow us on YouTube because there's a lot added 
to each week's episode. Our facial expressions where we make each other laugh. My mic-isms. Me randomly just headbutting the shelf. There's so many things. But yeah, it's it's a good time on YouTube. So definitely subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any of the added content that you are getting on that. Um, but I agree. It's it's going to be a nice... I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. It's going to be a nice episode next week. Um, lastly, there was something I really wanted to mention for everybody and I totally forgot, but it's fine. We'll wrap it up. Nailed it. Uh, so current numbers, 57% of people are not subscribed. 43% of people are subscribed. I think so. that's also because of the interviews. Absolutely. There's but a lot they can of, still subscribe. Yes, they can still subscribe. So, yeah. So, if you, like you said, aren't subscribed to us, please subscribe. If you're not following us on Facebook and Instagram, that's where we do a majority of our content. We don't really use Twitter too much, so we're probably going to decommission that because it's basically just a wasteland out there. So, go follow us on Facebook. Go follow us on Instagram. That is where we post a lot of our content, specifically around interviews coming up. So, we'll tag the artist or whoever is there that we're interviewing. We'll tag them in it so you guys can go follow their page and continue to support small local businesses like we are. And we're just going to keep grinding. So thank you, everybody, for this uh, until this point. We really appreciate all the support. We're very excited about next week's 52-week, one-year episode, and it's going to be a good time. So make sure you tune in. Make sure you subscribe so you know that you're uh, when we post. And that's it, man. So this has been Episode 51 of the Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast, Mike. Derek, I will see you next week. I'm stoked. We're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.